Today, you're going to learn the key differences between a business and a brand. Let's get started. If you ever wished you had a guide to help you navigate the complex world of online marketing with basic frameworks and basic actions, then this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'm your host and guide, Brad Parnell, with a decade plus experience working with startups to global brands. I've got insights and actions for you. I can't wait to share with you. Let's go to today's topic. What is up, everyone? Hope you're doing well. We are going to talk today about the difference between business and a brand. Now, on the front end, they both sound like very, very similar, right? Like you need to have a business and your business is a brand. But man, so many people, so many organizations treat their business just like a business and they never get to the brand side. And it's, it's an unfortunate truth because a brand is what drives story. A brand is what drives emotional connection. A brand is what gives personality to the products, to the services, and the processes that you do. As a matter of fact, it's funny, um, <laughs> I just got home from the office and at my doorstep, actually right inside the door, because my wife already brought it in and, and opened it and put it out, um, I ordered a new, something simple, right? It's just, it's just a hoodie. It's a red hoodie. Um, I just completed uh, 75 hard, and then I completed phase one and phase two, which is a, a mental toughness program. And they have some cool merch. And obviously I'm connected to it. Um, this is kind of twofold. One is not just from a, a product side. I could have bought a sweatshirt from anywhere. I could have gotten a much cheaper hoodie. Um, But the reason I wanted to buy this hoodie is because now I have emotional connection to the process I just went through. I went through a really hard, intensive process that I'm continually to go through. I'm at over like 160 something days now um, with with no alcohol, with lots of water, with lots of workouts. Um, And so I've got a, a connection now to this deeper community of this brand of 75 Hard. So when I order from them, when I get something from them, I pay a little more for it and it's great quality, but I don't buy it because it's great quality, right? I buy it because I've got a connection to the brand, right? It's the same reason why, why people wear the clothes they wear, they buy the things they, they buy, they drive the cars that they drive. That all says something about you and sometimes it even reflects our status. Why do people wear Rolexes? Is it because they make the best watch in the world? They make a pretty darn good watch. But I'm sure you can get something cheaper out there. People buy those because of status. Why do people buy really nice cars? Mercedes, BMWs, Range Rovers, right? It makes a statement about the kind of person you are. Whether you're, you're into that belief or not, it's true. The truth is people will perceive you based on those things, right? And a lot of people make purchasing decisions based on who they want to become and what their status is. So if I wear a 75 hard hoodie and a, and a sticker on my Jeep, right? The kind of car I drive, Jeep, might say something about me. The fact that I'm wearing a 75 hard hoodie might say something about me. Maybe I selfishly want people to, to think of me as an adventurer and a hard worker, right? It's, it's what I do says something about me and the brands I surround myself with are going to reflect that. Um, 
into my personality. And I'm, I'm not going to talk all about the brands I like. It is funny though. <laughs> I'm literally out here, uh, cooking steak on my green egg and I see Yeti stuff all around me. So it's funny, the, the brands that are around you represent who you are and your value system. And your business is doing the same thing. It might not be to that level, right? You might not be a lifestyle brand, but your brand is going to attract certain people. If you just think about your organization as a company, all you're doing, this is really important, so listen to this, all you're doing is showing the product and trying to sell it. That's a business. Business transaction, right? Transaction means to discard. You're taking payment and you're giving a solution, right? It's very transactional. You're discarding something. You're giving something away in exchange for something else. It is a, it is a transaction. A brand, again, gives personality to the, to the product, to the service, to the process, and people connect with it at a deeper level, and they pay more for a brand that they know, like, and trust. So think about this. What, what, are, the, what are the brands that you're connected with, right? What are the, the shoes that you're wearing, the clothes that you're wearing, the kind of computer you have, the kind of car that you drive? What does that say about you? And how does it make you feel to have those things? A lot of us would much rather pay a little bit more to have that brand because it makes us feel good and we align with the values and the mission of that brand. So if your business has core values, guess what? Those core values are answering the question of this is how we behave. These are the behaviors of the business and those behaviors create culture and your culture creates that brand and your brand is what attracts the right people and your audience and your tribe. And it answers the question, am I the kind of person that aligns with this kind of company, the product or the service? Am I the, am I the kind of person that buys from this kind of company? Am I the kind of person that, that drives a Jeep or buys a Yeti or does these things, drives a BMW, wears a Rolex, right? It says something, it makes a statement about you. And although you might not be out there just trying to make a big, bold, flashy statement, it's, it's again, it's, it's the way that it makes you feel, it aligns with you. So what, what does this all matter and why are we talking about it? Well, if, if you have an organization, you need to think of your business as a brand. And if you don't or you haven't, then you're accidentally branding yourself. Your brand is that you are a commoditized business with no personality, right? You solve a problem for a price and you move on. And you know what? If you're, if you're a really small commodity business and you are just fighting the race to the bottom and trying to be the cheapest and the quickest and maybe not the highest quality, um, that's okay. Maybe you don't need that. But I would also argue to say there's an opportunity for you to dig yourself out of that mindset and create the brand for your product. Here is my favorite recent example. We actually, I, just, I was just meeting with a, a video agency um, today that's uh, local here in Dallas. We're going to do some cool stuff together. And we talked about the new sparkling water company. Maybe you've heard of them called Liquid Death. 
they are a new, fairly new water company. And I believe, I could be wrong here, so you might fact check me on this, but the creative director of Netflix created this water company. And who needs another water company, right? Like who wants to go out there and compete in the bottled water business with Ozarka and with um, Dasani and with, I mean, I think Coca-Cola owns those, right? It's a huge market. Who wants to go in and compete with that in one of the most commoditized businesses in the world, right? Like you can buy cheap bottled water anywhere. So they actually created a brand and their brand was so polarizing and so unique and slightly offensive that they can now charge more than all their competitors for a can of water. And they've gotten so popular that they have a Super Bowl commercial now. They're in all of the targets around the country. And it's a water company. So why are they wildly successful? And why are people spending more money with them? Is it because their water is better quality? Is it because their water is better tasting? No, it's because the way that it makes people feel when they buy it, because it looks like a crazy beer can with a melting skull on the side and it's offensive. (laughs) Their, Their commercials show kids drinking this, a pregnant mom drinking this with heavy metal music playing in the background, making it look like they're all throwing back a beer with the tagline of relax, it's just water. That's funny. That's hilarious. So is it a business? Of course. They have profit and loss statements. They file taxes. They have employees. They have a a need that they're filling with a product. It is on paper a business, but what's making the business successful is they are a brand. They have connection. They have fun. They have passion. They have curiosity. Um, People, I mean, they literally sell merch for their water company. I've never worn an Ozarka shirt. Um, These guys were selling dog toys, shirts, full-on 13, I think 13 or 15 thousand dollar vending machines that they're sold out on right now for anyone to buy. They have a golden mini fridge. They actually have people getting their melting skull tattoo on their faces and heads and their bodies in exchange for free water from liquid death. <laughs> so if you want to see an example of a good brand, just Google liquid death, watch a video of theirs or go to the website and you will see the idea of a brand and how they're doing so well. So my question to you is this, what is your, what is your business? What brand is your business? What is your brand saying about you? And if you haven't done that yet, that's okay. But now is the time. Now that you're enlightened on the power of brands, just do a simple exercise and say, what what kind of brand are we? Who are the people we want to attract? My all-time favorite question to ask any business that I'm consulting with and we're doing any sort of branding or marketing exercise, I love this question so much because it's super easy. It's not technical. It's not complicated. Um, everybody always has a quick idea for it. Are you ready for it? It's if your business was a car, what kind of car would it be? Would it be a Mercedes? Would it be a Lexus? Would it be a Ford Fiesta? (laughs) Right. Would it be a Range Rover? Would it be a Jeep? Like what kind of vehicle would it be? And it's less about what your personal preferences are. And it's really about what does your dream customer desire 
if your dream customer wants wants a like a Ford F one fifty, not just for their personal driving, but think about it from a deeper level. If if that's what they perceive your product or service to be, and that's how you want to be perceived, then you've got to be that, right? Don't say that you want to you you are the Mercedes when your clients don't want the Mercedes; they want the Ford. Don't say that you're the the Maserati or the Porsche when your clients really just want they want the BMW, they want high performance, but they don't want exotic, out of reach, highly complicated, right? So think about what kind of car would your business be? Number two, are, are you currently perceived that way? And number three, if you're not, what are you going to do to change that? What are you going to do to change the brand's perception? And obviously, there's lots of ways you can do that. I would start with, you know, looking at some of the visuals. What are you putting out there into the world? The look and feel. When you talk about a car, what is it? Colors, shape. Then it's language, what they're saying. Right, all those things. So start with the colors you're using for your brands. Start with the look and feel of your website, of your logo. After that, and then it's going to be the language. Right, Ford language is different than Porsche language. Porsche language is different than Range Rover language. Right, define which car you are, and then figure out how you talk like that to your audience, how you look like that to your audience. And the look and the feel and the communication and the personality is important. Do not skip over that because you think it's a hoity-toity, like graphic design, like doesn't really matter exercise because look at all of the big brands out there. People will pay more. They will stay customers longer and they will have higher value in brands than they will businesses. Think about that for a minute. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I am going to go back to my green egg as we talk about brands. And uh, I'm, I'm actually turning 40 this month, big old four zero. Uh, so my parents got me some really good steaks. I'm going to throw on the, the green egg and make for myself and my family. So sorry, it's a little bit noisy out here. I'm walking outside recording this podcast. Hey, I appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks for being a part of my tribe. I hope I'm adding value to you. If you are getting any value out of these, please please just give me a quick review. I would love just a five-star review. Just just write a quick sentence. We'll take literally 30, 45 seconds of your time. That would, that would honestly and truthfully mean so much to me. If you could just write a quick review, um, that would be amazing. So I'll catch you guys next time. Hope you're having a great week.